0: Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas Podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Patches Academy, and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Lucina Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. We are in business to make money. This is why aspiring entrepreneurs and future business owners decide to jump into this journey of entrepreneurship and franchise ownership and uh, business management. And then as we grow, we hire leaders to take over and manage our business. We, we hire unit managers to take care of each one of our units when we go multi-unit. And eventually we hire district managers for them to oversee the district so that we can have true time and financial freedom. And then we also, as we're doing that, we expect them to manage our business the way we would manage it we would like them to be as committed and focus on maximizing profitability on every unit and every district that they're overseeing in our behalf. The question is, how much information should you provide them so that they can be successful at what you expect them to do every day? So in today's show, I'm going to cover, first of all, why you should provide as much information as possible to them. What information should you provide your leader so that they can produce the results that you expect them to? And how should you provide this information so that they can make the best possible use of that information? Because sometimes just providing information for the sake of providing information is not enough. There has to be a process in which you provide this information so that this information and knowledge can actually be useful in the day-to-day activities. Now, I had to tell you a little story about myself. Way back in the beginning of my career in the franchise industry, I joined really the franchise world as a temporary job, just like many people do. Interesting enough, though, is that as I took over my first job as a pizza delivery driver over 35 years ago, I had before that had been a business owner. I had gone to college, graduated from college. I thought I knew everything I needed to know to be successful in business. I had a little boutique where I was actually selling some arts, crafts, fabrics, some clothing and in a retail store in a, you know, well-off, you know, shopping center in Dallas, Texas. But the reality was that within a year, I failed miserably. I was 21 years old and I wanted to just, you know, at that point I closed the business before I owed anybody any money and decided to take a job that was as easy as possible because as you can imagine, I have done a lot by the age of 21. So here I am, you know, joining a Domino's Pizza as a pizza delivery driver. And one of the first things that I learned or noticed when I went into the store as an employee was that in the manager's door, there was the profit and loss statement of that unit literally taped on the wall of that office. And next to it, there were other documents and information that this particular business decided that it was important for everybody to see and share. Now, I was lucky enough that this was a company store. This was actually one of the Domino's Pizza corporate stores, the franchisor store. So they manage in a much different way, I think, than a lot of franchisees. And so one of the things that happened when I saw that and I started reading the profit and loss statement and I started understanding the numbers. And of course, when I was there on board, I asked the manager questions and the manager will point out information about what was in that profit and loss statement, P&L, as they called it. And I saw the district manager notes and all the happy faces and the sad faces and the highlights and the lines and the arrows and the, and the notes. And through that, every month, as I was a pizza delivery person, I was understanding and reading the profit and loss statement and little by little, observing the manager and actually helping him out. I started to learn and understand all of the things that I did not know when I had owned my business, that if I had known, you know what I say, if I had known then what I know now, I would not have failed. Well, there you go. But how did that change happen? And as I was learning and seeing all this information is what inspired me to become an assistant manager, eventually a unit manager. And, you know, 35 years later, here I am. And so I will tell you that that sharing of information, that understanding of these numbers and what they meant and what we could do every day to make a difference is really what what really changed how I how I view what my job was. And so I shared that little story because obviously since then, since the very beginning of my career in franchising, I have always believed in the power of sharing information. But like I mentioned at the opening, it's not just about what you share, but also why you share it and how you share it. And I think that's what's really critical is it is a critical key that a lot of business owners and franchisees need to really be clear about so that you can do it the right way and it can help your team members to be able to do what it is that you want them to do, representing you in their business. So having said that, let me start first by saying why you should share your profit and loss statement, your numbers, your information with your leaders. So first of all, Even if you only have a single unit and you have a manager that's managing that unit, if you are a retail franchise owner, business owner, odds are that your business is anywhere between $500,000 revenue per year, all the way up to $2 million annual revenue per year. That means that you are handing off the keys to a leader in your unit, a unit manager of a $500 to a $2 million business. And how can you do that and not give them the knowledge and the numbers and the information they need to manage that enormous business? Interesting enough, many of these managers are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, and you really expect them to run the business the way you will run it, but not with any, not with the proper information and knowledge that they need to be able to do so. Now, imagine as a multi-unit leader, a district manager, area coach, area supervisor, whatever you call those people that are overseeing multiple units. Now, these particular leaders are now, you are giving them the keys and the responsibility and the expectations of a multi-million dollar business, and you are expecting them to do it blind. Without the proper information, knowledge, numbers, analysis, that they can then understand what it is that they're doing, what it is that they're striving for, where are the issues and the opportunities, so that they can actually be successful at doing the job the way you would do it. This is the why. Because you don't want unit managers and definitely not the district managers to be shift leaders. You don't want them to just go in there, open the unit, take care of customers, produce the product, then clean up and close and go home. you really, truly, if you want to really be successful and you want to be able to maximize the profitability out of your business, you don't want shift leaders. What you want is committed business managers that are going to run the business the way that you are going to run it. And the only way that they can do it the way you would do it is if they have the knowledge you have, and that includes your numbers. So this is the why. I hope that that makes you think a little bit about why you should be sharing this information with your leaders and hopefully gives you a little bit of pause and thought as to how can you expect them to do the business and the job that you want them to do, but not provide them the knowledge and the numbers that they need to be able to do it. Now, What should you share? I understand that a lot of franchisees and business owners really hesitate about sharing the full profit and loss statement. But I will tell you that there's a certain minimum number, um, amount of information they should have, and there is what I consider the ideal. The minimum amount of information that they should receive is a weekly dashboard of your five to eight most important key performance indicators or KPIs. This is the information and numbers that are actually going to make an impact in your business. These are the controllables and the key items that they need to be able to do well in the business to be able to be successful at their job. This is the key. And when you provide this dashboard, this weekly dashboard that you review weekly and then you know potentially monthly, not only should you have the key indicators, like what are the objectives and the goals that you want them to achieve, but... Also have that dashboard show where they actually are so that they can then see the difference and then they can actually then go and attack whatever the critical indicators or the critical actions that they need to do to make a change in those particular numbers. So as a minimum, any leader, and that includes shift leaders, by the way, should have a weekly dashboard with the key indicators that actually move the business forward. That is what I would consider the minimum that a leader should have for them to be able to have a chance at doing the job that you want them to do. Now, ideally, and I would say ideally, and I would say even starting at the assistant manager level, ideally, you want to share your full profit and loss statement. Just the way that I learned the profit and loss statement one is a a, a pizza delivery driver, you know, and that actually opened my eyes to the world of business. That opened my eyes of how things work. That opened my eyes about being a professional business manager. You know, that knowledge and information, not only did it make me feel like I was important enough to be able to have access to that information, but being able to understand how the profit and loss work, how those variable costs and fixed costs work, how to calculate break even points and how when you move. Move a needle, you know, a 0.5 percent in any number, the significant the impact that it does to the bottom line. That is what a profit and loss statement can do for you. And will you understand when everything that you do in the store, in your business, in your restaurant, in your clinic, in your school, when a manager can understand how everything that they do impacts the result of that business, then the level of motivation and focus and commitment to make a change completely changes. So I would say it's going to be up to you that whether, whether you just shared your simple dashboard with the key performance indicators or, or the full profit and loss statement to really make an impact on how they view the business, how they view themselves and how they view you and your trust in them. Now, I know that even if you don't share your profit and loss statement because you are concerned that they think or may think that you're making you know, lots of money, I will tell you that most employees, when asked, they will think, they will tell you that you're really making a heck of a lot more profit than you truly are because they don't know. They don't understand business. They don't understand expenses. They don't understand, you know, the amount of overhead that requires for you to run a business. And so if one of the hesitations you have is because you don't want them to realize how much money you're making, I guarantee you that 95% of your employees believe you're making more money than you actually are. And you will actually be making yourself a benefit by showing them really how much you truly are making so that they realize that it's not as much as they thought, and they might be much more conscientious about what they do in your business every day. So obviously, you have to educate them on all of this information so that you can help them help you accomplish your goals, which is where the how comes in. How you share this information is crucial because, like I mentioned earlier, just giving information, information that people do not understand cannot read, cannot interpret, will actually be more detrimental than actually sharing the information. So you really need to follow a process as to how to provide this information. So I will tell you there are five steps on how to do this. The first step is you need to educate, educate, educate. I will tell you that one of the reasons I was successful in my career is because one of the things that I always did when I was running a region in my third of my career where i was always you know running organizations and direct responsibility to units and pnl responsibility one of the things that i would do with my team all the time was educate and train and coach and train and educate and coach because i realized how little people really knew and i remember how i started right i started me learning as a pizza delivery driver how to read a profit and loss statement and i knew the impact it did in me So therefore, that's what I turned around and did every time I had a region or a district in charge that I was in charge of. So I was always educating. So you have to teach them how to interpret the dashboard. That You have to teach them how to understand the profit and loss statement. You literally have to show them step by step the math, the information, the knowledge so that they can really, truly get it. Because if you just give the information they won't really know what they're reading or how they're understanding. And they're not going to be able to really get, you know, what it is that they have in their hands. So first of all, you have to educate. And depending on where your people are, it might take you a lot longer than you actually think. So first, just educate, educate. And once you do that, Once your people, your leaders are educated on how to understand, how to interpret, how to analyze the profit and loss statement or the dashboards, then you delegate the responsibility. You truly say, okay, look, now that you know what this business is, here it is. Now it is up for you to train it, for you to own it, for you to manage it, for you to report your results, and for you to own whatever is happening in your business. So you got to delegate that responsibility. Now, there's one thing that we always say you uh, trust by delegation, but you always verify. So you had to follow up. Obviously, just delegating is not enough when it comes to sharing information and sharing your profit and loss statements or simply your dashboards. You had to follow up and make sure that you answer questions that they're doing the right way, that they're analyzing and understanding the numbers the right way. As you're doing that, If you really truly want to cause change, you go to the next step, which is you incentivize. You incentivize your team whenever they accomplish to, or you incentivize them to accomplish the goals you want them to accomplish them, right? So you say, hey, this is the goals. If you reach this goal, you're going to have this incentive. This is what's going to happen. This is going to be how you're going to win when we all win in creating the positive results that you're expecting. And of course, after that, you know, the next step is you reward. If they achieve You know, the objectives that you set forward for them, then you should reward them for achieving those results. Now, if they don't achieve the results, then you need to go back to either educate, because maybe they didn't actually get what it is that they needed to get, or there might be accountability. At the end of the day, you are giving the keys to a 500,000, 800,000, a million, or a 1000000 dollar business, if it's a district manager. And as such, you know, they need to be responsible for the results of that organization. And therefore, they need to be held accountable for that. But I will tell you that the carrot always works better than the stick. So if you truly want the team to be motivated and excited about accomplishing the goals through learning and understanding the information, incentivizing it and rewarding them is the way to go. This is what my guidance is to you. If you have been thinking about whether you should or should not share your information, your numbers, your profit and loss statement with your leaders, I hope that you consider what I share with you today. And you realize that first, you need to share, you know, understand the why you should do that. Then second, what are you going to be sharing with them? And what is going to be based on what you're willing to teach them so that they can find that information useful in the day-to-day activities? And of course, you know, then you have to go through the how, the how. You have to first educate them, then you need to delegate, but then you need to, of course, follow up and then you incentivize and then you reward. And if the goals are not achieved, then you hold them accountable. So if you do all this, this is how you're going to inspire your team to achieve the goals that you want them to achieve on your behalf as they're managing your business. Anyway, so I hope that this was of use to you, that it make you think a little bit about, you know, what to share and how to share it and why to share it. And if so, I would love to hear from you. Give me a couple of notes and comments about, about this information. And uh, I would love to know what your perspective on this is. And, and if you have it, you know, I would love to, to hear from all of you. Either where you can uh, share this information when you subscribe in our YouTube channel, or if you follow us on our podcast, So thank you for being with me today. If you would like to learn about the development and training programs that we have created at the American Franchisees Academy for franchisees, for district managers, and for unit managers that is launching very soon here in the Academy, I would like to invite you to just, you know, make an appointment with admissions and ask him, hey, tell me more about your training program for district managers. Tell me more about the training program for unit managers and give us the honor of teaching your people how to read these numbers, how to read the PL, how to use this information so that they can help you achieve your goals. If this is of interest to you, you'd like to learn more about our programs, all you need to do is go to www.admissioncall.com. Again, www.admissioncall.com. And uh, you can talk to one of our mission specialists and share all about our programs to see if this is what you need to bring your business to the next level. So thank you for being with me in this show. I hope that this was useful. Thank you. And we'll see you in the next show. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show. And leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.